Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500 just when i finish my to-do list we need more chips mom honey i need a lot of chicken something else comes up that's when i use instacart to help get everything we need from bj's wholesale club delivered right to our door in as fast as one hour and then finally i can relax mom i think we're out of toilet paper time for another bj's order Download the Instacart app or visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first order. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we have our weekly chat, Volume 6. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to our show. Anthony here. And James here. Welcome to the Weekly Chat, Volume 6, where we just discuss random topics. We try not to talk about movies and film, but if it comes up, it comes up. There's it nothing is what we it can is. do nothing about it. Do about it. <laughs> Literally, there is something we could do about it. But anyways, let's just talk about some normal stuff. How's your week going, man? It's been great. Just doing my same old thing. Lost some money this week, but it's all good. Yeah, that crypto. Just don't look, don't sell it. You didn't lose anything. Yeah, for all the, all of you who don't know, crypto crashed this past two weeks. Everything's been crashing. Yeah, it's all, it's all downhill, it's but all, it'll come back. Dude, just don't look at it. That's right what out. I do. I don't look at my investments. Just let it be. It gives you peace of mind. You'll stress out and just drive yourself crazy if you just look at it every 10, 15 minutes or even sooner. So just, just don't even look at it. Just put I it was, away. I, we were doing that in 2020. It was a nice distraction from everything that was going on. It was like, kind of fun. It was kind of like a new hobby that we and a bunch of people we know were doing. It was like going to a casino. It was gambling. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, let's go. Or like having a fantasy football team on your phone. So it was a nice back then in 2020 during the chaos of that middle of that year. What happened? <laughs> it was nice to like look into crypto and like learn about it and you know kind of 
distract yourself from what was going on. Yeah, it was a new just, hobby. Just don't look. I mean, I've been hodling AMC since February 2021. We all know this. I haven't sold a dime of that or a share of that at all. I'm just chilling on that. It's gone up You're gonna and be down. a millionaire soon. It's gone up. I'm going to be a billionaire soon. Are you kidding me? You're going to own AMC. With my 47 shares, I will own the world. <laughs> <laughs> since you are, since you're basically like the president of... AMC, what are you gonna do about all those movie trailers? You uh, cut them down. I, I've been wor- I've been trying to talk to them about it. You know, there's there's a hierarchy of you know, um, like uh, seniority of how long you've been at AMC for, and it's hard to get how much through those how much ceilings. shares you own. Yeah, it's hard to get through those yeah. ceilings and those rooms. Um, I can't really control it. I did petition to keep Nicole Kidman for AMC though forever, forever. <laughs> I just get 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 rid of those at least seven of the trailers. Get rid of. That, that, I think still a lot of trailers. It's usually about twenty minutes of trailers, but I remember one time I usually shut my phone off as soon as the trailers start. But like I was curious one time, so I wanted to see how long it took for the movie to actually start. It took like thirty five minutes. Yeah, from when we when the first trailers started. Not even counting like those opening commercials that you, they have sometimes in movie theaters and sometimes AMC does, but like from the opening trailer for the first thing they showed to the end of the Nicole Kidman uh, ad. ad to when the movie starts, it was like thirty five minutes. Yeah, that, now I'm less inclined to because I'm I used to always be like I have to get there right on time or early before the movie starts. Now it's like if you go to AMC. You can show up anytime you want. Yeah, yeah sure. you're not going to miss anything. Show up 10, 15 minutes after the movie start time. You'll be fine. I remember when we saw The Northman, we had watched like six trailers, and I was like, oh, this is a long movie, and I, I have to go to the bathroom. And so I was like, but I don't want to miss the opening few minutes if I'm in there. So then I, I was like, I got to go. So I I ran out, ran through the hallway, ran to the bathroom, did my stuff, and then ran back, ran, ran back into the hallway, hurried into the theater. And there's still like three more trailers that played after that. You got plenty of, <laughs> dude, you can go when the Nicole Kidman ad starts. You yeah. got plenty of time, especially the mm-hmm. bathrooms are all close to the theaters. Just book it. I mean, like, it's pretty easy. Yeah. It's, it's like a, that's like a two minute ad. Oh yeah, it is. We make movies better. I'm Nicole Kidman. <laughs> when, as soon as she steps on that puddle, man, it's iconic. <laughs> iconic with the high heels. <laughs> dressed to the nines. <laughs> Just to the nines. That's how I dress. The, the nicest theater. looking movie theater I've ever seen in my life. But I, I like to dress as comfortable as possible. For the theater, you know, I got like my joggers, comfy shoes, and then I'll wear a sweatshirt or or, or something warm because it's always chilly in there. So I'm always I'm all about comfort in the theater. You sound like an old man right now. All about comfort. <laughs> I wear my sweater and then uh, I got my my, cardigan, uh, my Crocs on with my long my slippers. <laughs> oh goodness! So what else has been going on? Well, you went on a trip. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I was in Yosemite all weekend. How was it? It was absolutely beautiful. I ran the half there, finished in 153 like a savage. And so that's 13 miles and 13.1 in less than an hour? Hour 53. Hour 53, wow. 839 pace. So eight, well, 8.3 miles per hour the whole time? No, no, 839 per mile. Like oh, eight, eight minutes. Eight minutes, 39 gotcha. seconds per mile pace. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that is. It's probably like seven and a half miles per yeah. hour or a little under that. It's beautiful. It's, I've never been to a national park before. We're such city kids. I've been to like the forest and stuff, obviously, and, and like, but not a big. But like, I've, yeah. I've been to Big Bear. Well, in the Northeast, there's plenty of like we've been to. A few. Yeah, but they're not national parks. Yeah, national. Yeah. Um, this is this is a totally different thing, man. And it's like it's very beautiful, like driving in. But then when you start to see the enormous structures of these these enormous mountains and natural. Just giant, enormous rocks. It's absolutely mind blowing. I've never seen anything so enormous in my life besides the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. I can't even describe it. It's just to relate it to movies. It's like when you watch Rogue One and you see how realistic the massive scale of like the Death Star is, like in the sky, chilling next to a planet or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that, like mind blowing, but in person because like the Half Dome and stuff like that. 
they're so damn big and it's just like wow how did like it makes you feel so insignificant and small that we are really just a blip we are nothing compared to the existence of of earth in, in general time, and yeah. space and time and just like the, the 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 millions and billions of years it took to just make these kinds of structures appear on on earth and just the tectonic plates and how these giant structures were made and nat- natural structures these mountains and these enormous boulders it's just it looks like someone dropped it down there from space or something like an alien race it's it's it just doesn't seem real it's so big it also illustrates how beautiful and unique uh the continent of America is especially the United States more so than the other countries in in the continent because uh, the the range of kinds of environments and landscapes as well as cultural climates that's uh, the every end of the spectrum in America and there's really no other country like that where you can have freezing rigid arctic temp like environments like in Alaska and then you can have hot humid climates in Florida and then you have giant deserts in the middle of the country as opposed to massive like redwood forests like in Big Sur or huge in the, mountain yeah, ranges huge mountain ranges or huge in the, rivers yeah, the in, Mississippi yeah it, it has such a, a beautiful range of kinds of landscapes that no other country has it's not you can't compare it to any other country because even the other large countries like take Russia for example yes there's the trans-siberia the, the Siberia uh, landscape but that's mostly just Arctic and forest. Frozen tundra. Yeah, frozen tundra. But uh, there's not like a huge desert in Russia or or they, they just think that the, the range of the spectrum of every kind of climate located in America is really unique and really stunning. When you And when you see these sites, like we've driven across the country, you've been to Yosemite now, I've been to Big Sur. Uh, like I'd love to go to like something like Alaska, but when you, in, in the Northeast is very beautiful. There's a lot of great forests and like there's great skiing up there. Vermont is really stunning. A lot of people might not be aware of that if they've never been to the East Coast, but Vermont's really, Maine's really beautiful as well. But just the, how the landscape changes across America is really incredible and also it you when you drive across the country or travel from place to place you realize how massive the landmass is and it's pretty awe-inspiring and stunning when you see it in person yeah and you wake up every day when you drive across the country and you, it's like you're in a different country you're just in a different geographical landscape different temperatures different world mm-hmm. it's surreal it's beautiful but being in big i mean in in yosemite was surreal and just beautiful and the half marathon was a lot of fun it was really high altitude. Like I never. It was like over five thousand foot altitude. Mm. So like it just the first couple of miles where I was cruising, I was so amped up. But then like the altitude hits you for a couple of miles, and like you're, it's almost like it's harder to breathe a little bit. Like it's, you're like sucking in air through a straw. But then after that, I was just cruising, mm-hmm. just killed it. You but the, acclimated. But unfortunately, like you're running through like the forests, and it's really beautiful for the first half. But you can't go that fast because it's the first five miles were basically just hiking trails. Really, and so. And it's kind of narrow at mo- at the most wide depth there probably was. It was probably like 10 to 15 feet max. Sometimes it was even more narrow. Was it like a line of runners? Basically. Like, but a, it, like you've seen like people climbing Mount Everest. It's actually like a line of hundreds of people climbing it in not, a row. Yeah, not quite. People are moving faster than that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But every marathon you have to deal with people. There's thousands of people running. This one, there's three, about 3,000 people running it. Usually you have plenty of space to pass people because you're on streets, like in when I, the one in Pasadena or the one in Huntington Beach. You just, or you can just like kick someone over. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I kicked a cone over once. <laughs> Where you're like, fuck you, cone. <laughs> but this one, you have to slow down a lot because 
a lot of I, I was surprised about half the people were probably walking it which is you know you teach their own some people are running it to hit a time some people are just running it for the beautiful views and the you know nice experience some a lot of people are just walking it enjoying the views um that's speed, a long speed walk. walking it yeah that's it's a very a yeah, yeah that's hours because you have like eight hours to finish the entire thing total mm-hmm. And if you're walking at like three and a half pace, it takes a while. Uh, some people are, are just jogging lightly, but then they would stop. A lot of people would stop to take photos like all the time. So like you have to be aware of people like constantly stopping to take photos and you mm-hmm. got to be constantly aware of that in general. But also the ground is so rough and there's just rocks everywhere and, and tree roots. And so you just got to be careful of every step. So you don't have a lot of time to take in a lot of the views for that part because you just if you could if you're, if you're not looking down on the ground where you're stepping, you're going to roll your ankle like easily, especially mm-hmm. on these trails because it's just. It's, it's, and you're running fast. Yeah, you're, I mean, I'm cruising. So uh, the first part, you still get to look up, obviously, but then, then the second half is just on a paved road, and you get to see these beautiful views while you're running. And then you're running along Bass Lake, which is one of the large lakes that where the ending of the race was. It was really pretty, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Three thousand people ran it. Me and uh, our friend ran it, and then we had a little, actually, a really nice cabin, Airbnb, beautiful. Was, I saw you grilling up a storm. Grilled up a storm, although. This grill, the start, the starter didn't work. Oh no! So the, they had plenty of protein, but the starter to ignite it didn't work. So then I had to use the match trick, but then it always like blows up in your face. <laughs> it's so terrifying, <laughs> it's so scary, so terrifying. I always think, I'm were gonna... they long matches or little matches? They were like uh, like two inches long. That's so scary. I just tossed yeah. it from a distance, <laughs> and at first nothing happened. I'm like, oh, it's not gonna work. Then boom, <laughs> amazing, <laughs> right? Almost, I was staying far away. Yeah. But um, and then but this grill, the Airbnb people. That's when those long lighters really come in handy. Yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice grill, but they laid down tin foil underneath the grill mm-hmm. rack. I'm assuming because they want to keep it clean, and that just makes it the, the cleanup a lot easier. Just have you if you have tin foil, everything grilled fine except for the burgers. The, the fat and the grease coming from the burgers. Because when you grill on a grill of burgers, it's delicious, but also you're losing a lot of fat it and all grease. It drips down. Drips yeah. down. And that, caught, that kept catching on fire on the tin oh, foil underneath the grill yeah. rack. And so there was just like an uncontrollable grease fire. <laughs> that wasn't not, dangerous. It wasn't dangerous because... This, it's underneath. Yeah, yeah, it's on top of the tin foil, yeah. just right below the rack. And so I was like... I felt like I was a a cook in the weeds, like in yeah. like a restaurant. Like, oh shit! Someone help me! Someone Got help me! Got sixteen dishes going because we did chicken thighs, which are so good on the grill. One of my favorite things to grill, and then also like grilled zucchini, uh, grilled some peppers. Uh, pepper. We grilled up some peppers, corn on the cob, best oh, yeah. best grilled side there is, most underrated vegetable for real. And then grilled toasted the buns as well, but like the burgers were just out of control. The f- grease fire below them because of the tinfoil, but I, I managed to pull them off in time and got them going. Got the cheese on there, mm-hmm. but I had to. I even shut all the the, the gas off, and there's still a giant flame <laughs> underneath all the burgers. It was just out of control. That's amazing. But dude, I pulled it off and still had them. Everyone just wanted medium. Bobby Flay over Bobby, here, dude. I'm a grill machine. <laughs> grill machine. Give me a grill that actually works, and I'll blow your hair back. But it was beautiful. It was great. Uh, the drive from LA was only four hours, and then it's cool because then you like from our Airbnb. You, t- you take, like, another 45-minute drive to get into Yosemite Valley, which is where, like, you can park, and there's all these there's parking lots and everything. But I didn't realize how big of, like, a, a tourist attraction it actually is. There's just thousands of people everywhere all over, like, these camping sites. You can rent these little, little like, hut tents to camp in for a couple of days, or mm-hmm. there's tenting areas for that. And there's also little mini cabins and stuff like that. It's, but yeah. there's people everywhere. It's really interesting. That's so that sounds a little different from Big Sur, where... There are tons of campsites, but they're all over the forest in different areas. And because the the you can drive the like the 
the main road, so the PCH, it goes all the way up there, and that's what that's the road you take to go north and south, and then you take the Pacific yeah, Coast Highway, yeah, and you take different little streets to get into different campsites. It's over like forty miles, like from driving to the bottom of the Big Sur campgrounds to the top, and maybe even longer than that. So there's just a lot of land in between for people to camp in, so it never feels crowded in the places where you go. They're they they're pretty spread out among the forest, the different campsites where you'll have a campsite, but and then you have like like half of a football field or so, depending on where you are, maybe a little less of a campground that you have to yourself. Oh wow! You have your own trees. You have you could probably there are other campsites you can see, and it, it's all along they're all along these trails that like these driving like dirt roads throughout the forest, and like say you have your campground. You'll see like two or three other campgrounds in the area, but they're pretty far away, depending on where you are. And then there are other campgrounds in Big Sur where you're camping like 30 feet next to another person. Uh, it depends on where you are, but there are really the redwood forests, especially those areas. You have a ton of land on your own. You have your own grill pit. You have a, 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 they have a little concrete slabs for you to put your tents on. That's more comfortable than having just the dirt, the earth and dirt going on top of those, so that you're less likely to have like things like bugs and critters like trying to get into your tent. So it depends. Like the various kinds of campgrounds is what's really interesting about Big Sur and. I never really saw that many people just because of how expansive the camping is throughout the entire forest. You never really felt like I saw maybe a couple dozen cars driving to one campground and but otherwise it's all spread out. Yosemite is packed like there's people everywhere like everywhere even on the hikes it's just but like the people because like so people. many people are going to see they're going to see um, what's the big mountain the big rock formation uh, the half dome the free solo one. Yeah, it's not the Half Dome or Hon. El Diablo. El Diablo. El something. Yosemite. Yeah, what's it called? Giant. What rock? <laughs> what, what did he climb? Oh, uh, El Capitan. El Capitan. That's so that's a big tourist that, attraction. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. that, that's one of the structures you see. Whereas Big Sur doesn't really have like one main thing. It's like the entire fucking Big Sur. There's different amazing attractions all over the place yeah. so it's not like people are centrally located going to one place it's still fun but i was rocked afterwards because we did a five mile hike we got there friday did a five mile hike at night which we we're like i guess it'll be a warm-up for the half marathon which was at 6 a.m five mile hike to see sequoias which were beautiful and then the the half marathon in the morning you had to get up at 4 a.m for that after that hike and then <laughs> oh my that God. was on saturday morning and then saturday night we did after another, the after the marathon yeah and then saturday night we did another probably five miles of hiking because it takes like a mile just to get from where you park in the valley to get to where the hikes even are and mm-hmm. then and then another like round trip of like two miles for this beautiful view of the of these waterfalls and then after that i was like i i just chilled by the river and i had my feet in the river the uh I think it's the Mercati River for like a half hour, just like a nice natural ice bath because it's freezing water. Mm-hmm. But it's really beautiful. But it was a lot of fun. But I I couldn't walk for about a day and a half. Yeah, you took four days off because I was gonna go do another hike with the, one of the group of friends because two there are two cars taken and some people want to go back and do some more hikes. But I was like, guys, I've done twenty four miles on my feet in like twenty four hours, so I'm gonna go <laughs> That's a home. Lot. You can borrow my car, bring it back in one piece, and I'm going to go with these people home. <laughs> I woke up. I-, I thought, so you texted me asking me if I was going to be home at a certain time when you were planning on arriving home. I thought you were taking like an Uber or a Lyft from Yosemite. I didn't realize that there were two oh, no, cars. cars. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, if you want to spend that much money. Dude, that'd be like, yeah, that'd like, be like a grand. $500. 
That'd be crazy. I was like, hey, man, if he really wants to get home, like, <laughs> now it makes more sense. When you arrived and our friends of the car, I was like, oh, okay. You just hitched a ride with them. Because I, I woke up at like 3 a.m. to go to the bathroom and like, I couldn't walk. Like, my left mm-hmm. ankle was just like, guys, you need to lay down. Have you ever camped in a tent? I never have. We should do it sometime. It's a lot of fun. It's really like, there's no experience like it. We could just get like a couple of small tents or you could buy like a huge tent that could fit like eight people comfortably. But there's really like nothing like actually camping in the forest and making your own food and just like being like surrounded by the forest when you're sleeping. It's awesome. Let's do it. Let's get a little crew together and do a little camping trip. It's, It's so much fun. And once you get the hang of it, like the first day I went, first time I did it, I did a ton of research and like watch YouTube tutorials about how to like how to cook, like how to make like steamed food and tin foil, and how to really get a good fire going, and how to like build the tent properly. Because it's like if you don't look at, at how to build a tent, because they all have different designs and they can be a little tricky. And so if you don't do some research beforehand, it might take you like a couple of hours to get a tent going. But by the second day, my tent building ability was just like 10 minutes. It's up. It's it's strong. <laughs> it's solid, like legit. And it's great. And also, but you got to have an air mattress. That's like key for sleeping on sleeping on an air mattress and not the actual ground. And but once you get used to it and get your bearings, it's it's really amazing. I'd be like uh, Michael Scott in Survivor Man episode, just like going with a suit. He's like, uh, it's hot out, so I'm gonna cut my suit up into a nice hat. And now it's, it's the temperatures drop, so I'm gonna fashion my suit back together. Oh my god! <laughs> Remember the Survivor Man in in Man vs Wild with Bear Grylls? Dude, Bear, Bear, Bear Grylls is super awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we loved him. Man vs Wild was awesome. I like that show a lot. That was a great show. That was like a show we'd watch every week when it was all on. the time. Was he was time. he killed it for a few years. He like that was one of the most popular shows he still has a couple shows yeah he still does it really interesting but man, guy that guy's really fascinating the things he does and the knowledge he knows and uh, all the situations he'll put himself in voluntarily it's just it's just to show like how to do something learned like, a lot from that yeah. show. yeah i feel like if i fell through ice i'd know how to get up thanks to him because he taught me that if you fall through ice don't try to just like rush and pull yourself up climb up onto the ice with your arms and your torso the best you can and just hold it there and it allows your body to freeze to the ice, and which allows you to grip yourself to pull yourself up higher. So you get to like rest for a couple of seconds, let the the water freeze on top of the surface. Then you also have to immediately strip naked and do push-ups to get the uh, cold, soaking wet, freezing clothes off. Because that could kill you. That the, could kill the soaking you. wet clothes. And so you have to dry those, but then just be naked doing push-ups to yeah. keep the blood flowing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we learned a lot. We could survive. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> We might, we might think we can, but <laughs> that's a genius show idea, though. That when they came up, I with love that. how he ha- he has celebrities on, and it was always so much fun. Mar- he has he had a new season, and Marshawn Lynch is on it. <laughs> is he eating Skittles? Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think he brought Skittles, but like there's a there's a bit where he uh, he and Marshawn they were climbing down a rock surface, and Marshawn's like, "Oh man, I'm not doing this." <laughs> He's like, "If I die, I'm gonna be so mad at you." <laughs> Marshawn's wicked funny. I love that guy. I remember Will Ferrell was on one. Yeah, that was had, a great one. They had like a they had like a Snickers bar. They're like this uh-huh. is bros bears. Like all right, this is gonna last us like the whole. This is all we have for food. And then as soon as they get off the helicopter, Will Ferrell eats the entire oh, yeah. Snickers bar. <laughs> and bears like you already ate. It. He's like yeah, man, I was hungry. It was so good. <laughs> oh my god, it's like, we just got here. I love Will Ferrell. 
<laughs> but you know, stuff like that's probably a planned bit. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, there's, what a, if I could there's down a crew there? around them. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So I'm sure there's life-threatening situations that will save his life. And yeah, stuff like that. but he, but like uh, I, I did research like back when we were watching all the time because I was so fascinated. Like the crew would be around him, and he, like they're and they're always nearby in case there's an emergency, and he can call them if something terrible happens or something grave happens, especially if he has guests on. So there, he camps alone by himself. They'll leave them at night, but then and then they come back in the morning. But they're nearby in case something happens. Yeah, I'm sure there's a helicopter nearby too. Yeah, in, in emergency situations, just for in case something happens to Bear. Mm-hmm. This, this is a cool guy. It's a cool dude. It's a cool dude. <laughs> I love when he always does airdrops out of helicopters. <laughs> it's pretty it's wild. Pretty wild. He's living the life, man. Yeah, like that's probably a dream come true for him to have that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But like he, it, he's so personable on camera, and he's an infectious personality. That's what really works. Cause like other shows, they like Survivor Man is cool, but like they weren't like great on camera. Yeah, we're, we're working on you for this show, but getting there, getting there. <laughs> Hello, guys. I am Anthony. Hello, human listeners, <laughs> fellow humans. Fellow humans. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only when you do selfie videos. When you do selfie, I'm getting better. I'm you, getting better. You know that the Ayavagamoto yeah. clip you made was actually solid. You, it sounded like a commercial. It sound, yeah, it I was like, you like, know, I gotta, I gotta get like, sound like energized. A, it sounded like a Nickelodeon commercial voiceover. <laughs> I was like, wow, good job. Because usually you're like, hey everyone, we got this great product from Zavi.com. <laughs> it's the Eye of Agamoto. <laughs> it's like a different human being. I'm getting much better. <laughs> I just did a selfie video. Announcing the Lady Macbeth review, and I think I did a pretty good job. I'll have with to that check one. it out. I'll have to I, check I it think out. I was pretty like pretty energetic and personable on camera, selfie wise. You're pretty energetic and personable guy. Nah, that, that's yeah, not how uh, I would describe me. Kind of lethargic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not lethargic. You're I'm not, just very inquisitive. You're. I'm a thinker. <laughs> you're stoic. Well, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen more and speak less. Ooh. Words of wisdom for today. Ooh, That's why you have wow. two ears and one mouth. I like that. What if you're deaf in one ear? Don't give me any freaking <laughs> stupid hypotheticals, hypotheticals, okay? <laughs> Still have two of them. <laughs> but only one works. <laughs> How do eyes come into It's that? a general <laughs> Sorry, <I'm... laughs> idiom, generally. So then, but the, do you have to also smell the same amount that you look? <laughs> I suppose so, yeah. Well, no, because you only have you two, nostrils, two nostrils. Two but nostrils. It's one nose, though. Two nostrils. Two nostrils. But it's one thing, though. I mean, I guess it's two. two. nostrils. Yeah. I mean, your eyes are technically one thing. Well, I mean, your, your sense of smell, I think, we, I think we use our sense of smell more than we realize. I mean, you just, every time you breathe in. Yeah, and also it helps improve the taste of food if it smells good. Well, it doesn't improve it. It's just, it's, it's more what pleasurable. Helps, it's what helps you taste it. Yeah, yeah. It's more it, pleasurable for you. Like if something smells good, it will definitely taste better. Yeah, it's easy to like, like mm, so good. <laughs> Our old roommate. Mm. <laughs> so we're we're getting a, a new roommate. We're in the process of looking, thanks to the help of our current roommates, who are both moving on to their own green pastures. No, nothing. No ill will. It's both. Amicable separations, amicable, amicably separating from our our home. One's moving in with the BF, and yeah. one's going on a going long s- trip. Yeah, in and South then, America, and then they're going solo from then on. After that, so uh, we're looking for a new roommate, but we have experience with very uh, troublesome roommates, and I'm sure everyone does who's had roommates. There are good roommates and there are bad roommates, but we have, you know, we have requirements for roommates. I'm not going to get too specific, but. They are requirements for a reason because of past experiences we've had, you know, and all we generally look for for a roommate is someone who's, you know, respectful, considerate, 
not making a lot of noise late at night, not having people over regularly every day and, you know, being clean. And those are simple things that we ask for. But in our past, we've dealt with people who just couldn't do a single one of those. Plus, yeah, we just want someone who's employed. Yeah. Have a job. <laughs> Make a living, yeah. and can pay the bills, and you're just super cool and chill. Yeah, yeah that's and it. Then, it's not. It's that's not it. that much to that's ask it. for. It's pretty simple. Yeah, pretty but we have. Simple. But we have high standards. We're 32. We're not. We don't want to live with someone who can't like clean their own dishes on a regular basis. You know, there's, there's, you know, we have high, pretty high standards, but not like super clean freaks. But like, just don't leave food out all night in the in the kitchen counter. True, that's something. And also, they have to be okay with a, an awkwardly shy cat <laughs> who, who will probably take six months to finally warm up to them, and then might might walk up to them. Might, we'll, we'll might. see. Me and him are friends now. It took a while. Are, you guys it took are pals. a while. You guys are it took pals. a while. We are homies. He loves you, man. He's he loves being it took around. Took forever. Yeah. It's it's cute when I'm like gone for a day or two and then I his his lammy is on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> he like brought it in there to to have his his things with. He's gonna be so depressed when we're gone. Yeah, he's gonna be, we're gonna be gone for 16 days. He's gonna be yeah. depressed because you're not gonna be here. Yeah, I I, I'm curious do. to see what his reaction will be when we walk through the door when we're back. Like, is, <laughs> is he gonna be like? Ah! He's gonna freak out and like what you you guys thought you guys were dead. <laughs> he's gonna be taken care of though. Oh yeah, he's gonna be taken care of. He's gonna still be a spoiled boy, very spoiled boy. <laughs> Speaking of spoiled boys, we we uh, hung out with a little baby the other night. And I love babies. I love babies. He's such a cute little boy. Uh, it's uh, our, our friend little sister's uh, boy, and he is adorable he's a ham he's a little ham but like uh, i love babies they're so fun to play with and they're yeah. so cute and he's a good kid and he, he likes everything and he's, he's very he's, fun yeah he's very positive good around lots because there was very like 10 friendly. people over yeah. and so like he was really great in, in the crowd and everything we're gonna see him this weekend as well because we're doing a, a birthday bar crawl for somebody <laughs> as well for his today aunt. oh yeah so it'll be yeah, today tonight. yeah well, be, we're, we're drunk right now i will be <laughs> no you're not showing up till later i'll no, be yeah, wasted I'm, I'm going i'm skipping brunch it's gonna be brunch and then a bar crawl a bunch of breweries yeah. i'm still i'm living downtown. frugally i can't afford brunch in la it's <laughs> not part of my just get a eggs benny and you're good just no, don't no, no mimosas no, it's the mimosas no. that does even an it. eggs benny that's gonna be 24 bucks no it's not Add tax no. in la no it's not and a nice restaurant in la 13.99 no not the restaurant they're going to what's it called I can't remember, but it's it's gonna it's like an eighteen dollar Benedict for sure. I thought it was twenty four. No, you gotta add tax. California tax rate's insane. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna eat the <laughs> shit out of that. I know. Benny. I'm saying it's not for me. Hey, it's not for you, man. Yeah. You just come and have a, a piece of toast. Shut up. <laughs> what were you saying? Um, I'm gonna have a blast. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna be a little tips. It's gonna be fun. Mm -hmm. But you know, mature. I mean, uh, safely. I will Uber. <laughs> Ubers everywhere. I might just drive because um, I'm not gonna drink that much. Yeah. I'll just have a couple glasses of wine. We'll see. We're going to breweries, bro. Then have wine. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll cider. Some ciders, ciders, some ciders. Yeah, maybe we'll just Uber. Yeah, huh. yeah. Just Uber be safe. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're saving your money for Italian. See, another thing, another reason, because then if I go for brunch, I'm paying for an Uber and for brunch. I'm probably gonna get a drink. I'm not gonna like. It's a it's his birthday celebration. I'm gonna get at least one drink. Then that's, that's I'm Uber back. That's a lot of money. You're just on. Just on those three things. One, once yeah. a year is fine, though. <laughs> it's like I haven't celebrated anything in a year. <laughs> well, no, I'm saving, saving, saving it for Italia. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had a frugal discussion last week. Remember? It's true. They, then we can't just and, be like, and here I am talking about <laughs> going to brunch, Ubers. It's gonna be lit. You were lying <laughs> last all my week. Money. All lies. No, we we were very specific because we said if you want to live yeah. more frugally and you this, want to save more money, how. here's tips on how. I yeah. didn't say that's like how I live every day of my yeah. life. Yeah. I live very frugally for the most part, but I mean, sometimes you're going to have some fun. splurge. You're going to have some fun. You're going to have a good time. I'm going to have 16 days of a good time very soon. Dude, I can't wait. Yeah. 
I cannot wait. We, I was I was doing some research on Italian cuisine. I've just been like you know I've been researching the culture extensively, and I was surprised to hear about like things that aren't really natively Italian that we Americans growing up assume is Italian. Like Alfredo sauce. Alfredo sauce. Doesn't exist. Yeah, it's not Italian. They have a similar dish that it was inspired by. It's just fettuccine with Parmesan and butter. But Americans made like the creamy, gross. gross no, I, mean, I know Alfredo. most people, I, I know a lot of people like it. I yeah. never really liked Alfredo growing up. Yeah. It was never like, I loved it. I, I know it. you were obsessed with it. Oh my God, it. it's so good. I just, did, it wasn't for me. It's so good. Like I, could, I think with some hot sauce I could do it. Our mom like, would do it with spinach fettuccine, remember the green fettuccine? Yeah, that was that different. Was that was a lighter version yeah. of it, like a lighter sauce. But like I could never go to a restaurant and just get the fettuccine Alfredo or like mm-hmm. an Alfredo sauce. It's just not yeah. what, I don't like it that much. I adore it. Throw, just, throw a bunch of black pepper in it. Oh, so Okay. It's odd because I love cheese and I yeah. love dairy. So this might just be heavy, too heavy. I think maybe a little. It's just a weird taste for me. And so the next one that is a common myth, misconception is chicken parmesan was not made in Italy. It was actually made in the northeast of America by an Italian immigrant. Nobody knows who did it, but in the fifties, an Italian immigrant in the East Coast, some somewhere, made it, and then it caught on fire. Not it caught the, it caught <laughs> the, the chicken culturally, was on fire culturally, again. <laughs> culturally, and then all the Italian immigrants started making chicken parm in like New York, Boston area, Philadelphia. So that's where chicken parm came from. And then also things like having meats on top of pasta, like spaghetti and meatballs, does not exist in Italy. Like you said before. Uh, Popette meatballs are served as their own dish. No, you can get spaghetti meatballs in Italy. No, no, I'm, I'm saying you can get all these things, but it's not natively Italian. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is gotcha. not it's not Italian. It's American Italian yeah. invented in America. You can get all these things in Italy, but it's generally restaurants that are more geared towards tourists. Tourists, yeah. And so, if you go to a real Italian restaurant in Italy, they're not going to have any of those items on the menu. But like touristy restaurants near the big sites they want to encourage especially americans especially because americans are kind of picky eaters when they go to other countries oh we have spaghetti meatballs oh we have fettuccine alfredo here uh, do you have chicken pop yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was talking to grandma and she's she was telling me about when she went to italy with grandpa a couple of decades ago and they're and they were, full italian yeah they were there for like three three or four weeks and they were traveling with a group at times and she said there was an american couple and everywhere they went they asked for spaghetti and meatballs and I don't think even restaurants back then were catering to Americans at that point. And so in in, yeah, like in, the the, in, the, in every restaurant was like, no, we don't make spaghetti and meatballs. And the couple always didn't know what else to order other than that. And they never wanted to try any of the other dishes. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if I – like I know some people who like like to travel in big groups like that. You like pay for the entire thing. It's taken care of. And then you have a tour guide the whole time or tour guides and they take you to – the locations, they handle the buses and transportation and all that and the hotels that you stay at. And also they're mm. in charge of like your itinerary of what you see. Each I can day. totally see why people would do it. It's, yeah, I get it's it. Easy. It's easy. You don't yeah. have to worry about anything. But also you don't really experience the culture. Mm. That's why I've never wanted to do that. Like I know mom says she did like a two-week trip with her siblings yeah. to Italy and they did that. And she said it was fun, but she also wishes she didn't do it because – you're limited in what you can do. You, yeah. you, you, have, you have time, an itinerary. You have time yeah. for yourself to like go explore, but for the most part, you have to be here for dinner. You have to be here for lunch. You have to be here go for these tours. Class, yeah. Whereas I prefer, like when I went to Italy by myself, I was just like, all right, what am I doing today? Let's figure it out and walk around and, and go wherever mm-hmm. I want and just say, hey, this place looks like a good place to eat some food. I'll get some some pizza here. And I'll get uh, freaking uh, like gelato eight times a day. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. But, yeah. but what we are doing, we are planning a little more which I like experiences experiences, which is going to yeah. be a lot of fun. They're like things that take like two or three hours, whether it be because we're going to be in these cities for multiple days 
And so, especially you haven't been to Napoli, which is a one that we're going to. So we know nothing about that city. You know, you're familiar with the other cities a little bit, but also to take like a two hour, three hour tour with an expert who lives there. That's a great way to familiarize yourself with the city. That way, once that tour is done in the morning, we we have a plan for the next night. And also the next day, we're a little more comfortable and experienced about what the city is like, which I think I'm all aboard for hearing an expert's opinion the first morning and then going from there, bouncing off of that. Especially for Edinburgh. I'm very excited for Edinburgh. We're doing a um, Harry Potter, Haggis and sunsets tour so this guy we're going to be with him for like two and a half hours he's going to tour us around edinburgh all the big harry potter locations and sites and all the stuff that inspired jk rowling when she was writing the books in edinburgh and the story i believe you can even see the apartment building she wrote the first chapters in yeah he'll probably take us to the cafe i think it's called the unicorn something yeah unicorn cafe or something something like that where uh, she actually wrote it maybe not unicorn something and um and all these little locations where she got inspired for names like tom riddle where that is like an on a gravestone grave, or yeah. like on a on like great is carved into wall from someone who actually existed year like centuries ago. So it's really cool. And the haggis I'm really excited for because uh our roommate is from the UK, but she's also Scottish. And she her her parents came to visit recently and they were telling us about haggis because we're like, what's like the dish in Scotland to eat? They're like, Well, haggis, but most Americans would be off put by it and we're like what is it and they were like very yeah, subliminal and ambiguous were like, yeah, I think they didn't want to off put us but like I'll eat anything yeah, and I'll we, try anything. we googled it and found out what haggis is obviously if you're from the UK you probably know but we didn't know it's just minced organ meat yeah. usually inside of a sheep's stomach lining like a big sausage but also, you get, yeah. it's, it's, but also it's very common for it to just be in a typical what we use in America for sausages like a sausage casing mm-hmm. so like a big casing of not not a sheep stomach, but like like the uh, edible ones that they make. Yeah, and so, so I'm like, like I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, it sounds that does, delicious. Doesn't sound bad. At it all. looks like it just looks like corned beef and hash. Yeah, exactly. Or like uh, shepherd's I'm, pie. Yeah, the meat. I'm happy to try just it. Some, I, but they they were so mysterious about it. I think they didn't because, want to. Like, I think it's I, because most Americans would be off put by it. That's yeah, probably they probably why. have experience of telling it to Americans. They were just and, like, you should just try it, but like, yeah. don't don't Google yeah. it. So what's in it? I mean, it's good. We're, we're not going to tell you what's in it. But I thought it was going to be worse than them. Yeah, like, sign me up. I'll eat the hell out of that. Give me some haggis. So I'm excited to try that. I remember we had we had tripe once. Yeah, sheep stomach. You can get that in America for sure. Yeah, right? I remember we had that once. And, and also, like, the another weird thing I've had is cow tongue tacos, which weren't good. Yeah, that's like an acquired taste. I but, like, like in, in, in obviously, like, Mexican culture, in which is yeah. all the food trucks in L.A., yeah. you can get, like, all cow sorts of tongue. Things. You can yeah. get, like, face meat, like, head yeah. meat, cabeza. Lips. All sorts of yeah. stuff. I didn't, I, I was not like, all the trucks have, yeah, but some do. Some of them, yeah. More of like the, the like the Tijuana trucks and yeah. stuff like that. That might be the weirdest thing I've eaten. The uh, cow tongue. Yeah, I think for me it's been it was uh, escargot. Oh really? When did you have that? We had it when we went on a cruise, like when we were like fifteen. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I tasted it. It was just like really weird. Mm. I don't, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how I feel about slugs <laughs> or snails. Snails. Yeah. I mean, snails are slugs. Yeah. Slugs are yeah, snails. Yeah, they're just, they're just like cooler looking slugs. It's just, it's just a slug with a shell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. But it was just odd. Odd texture and like chew. So no trips to Paris coming up? I'll go to Paris. I'm not going to uh-huh. get. i eat snails. Mm-hmm. I'll eat everything. Just give me a bunch of baguettes. Oh, yeah. We should do Paris. Uh, like in I want to do Spain, too. Well, we, they're super close. Yeah, we do, like, we do France, Western Europe, Spain, Portugal, because yeah, we actually are two percent Portuguese. We found out. Yeah, I would love to know where that. It's probably in the Italian bloodline somewhere. The Portuguese, as well as the one percent Lebanese, 
Oh yeah, that comes from the roots of, that's, of Rome. Where that's coming from? It's gotta no, be. but those generation. I think those ancestry things, the DNA test, they don't go that far back generationally. Oh yeah, like they it'd can't be, go like yeah. otherwise it'd be like you're no, part, no, no. So you're way, all over the earth. The way it works is um, the DNA analysis compare is um, tested and it's compared to the DNA analysis of people in those areas. Exactly, yeah. that's what I mean. So, so it's not like we're going because if it was like all ancient world it'd be like your blood would be all over the place i mean yeah everyone links back to africa at some Mm -hmm. point but it'd be all over the the planet you know so i think it's just like a couple generations back that's narrowed it's probably just a few hundred years tops tops three generations four generations because because it was so specific where we found out where 22 percent of our blood is from naples napoli italia which is really interesting. And the connect. rest of Italy, Italian blood is uh, is from Florence. Tuscany area. Yeah. But we don't we don't know that one specifically, but we know we're 22% specifically from the eastern part of Naples, whereas Tuscany, it's just like an over, like the entire region of Tuscany. It's not specific yet, but they are always running it. And so I might we might find out in the next couple of weeks because the Napoli um, specification just came last week. Which is it's really interesting, which means that obviously like – Either grandma or grandpa's entire family is from Naples. Yeah. Or that area. And then the other from Florence. Yeah. So, which is pretty cool. So, that's why I'm excited for Naples, especially because I I did three days in Florence and I loved Florence. That was my favorite city in Italy was Florence. I loved Rome too, obviously. It's so, so ancient and historic. But like Florence is like, just feels like the heart of Italy. Like you feel like you're at home. It's, it, wait till, dude, you're going to, mm-hmm. your mind is going to be blown gonna be blown bro i never come plus back. we're going to ireland obviously because yeah. we're a quarter irish and specifically from the munster area where we found out was munster bloodline. munster cheese and then uh obviously scottish we're a quarter percent and then well there's like 22 23 percent mm-hmm. and then four percent england uk mm-hmm. so just we'll kick around there for a little bit kick it kick it everyone knows the plan i think they've all heard yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, well it's important to us so we're, we've been mentioning very it a excited. lot yeah. very excited i love traveling it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting and i've already checked like we're good with like uh vaccination requirements and all that and everything's pretty much been lifted do we have to wear masks on the plane do you know some of them some countries uh-huh. yes some countries no it just depends the i'm just gonna li- bring a bunch you know. of backups yeah just, just bring it for what, yeah. if whatever country you're in hey you put on a mask oh yeah sure yeah. but it's actually great timing because um Masks are optional all over Italy. So. They lifted in March 31st. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it's just completely optional if you want to wear it or not, Yeah, which is awesome. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase up to a $499 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save $500 on all Tempur-Breeze mattresses and get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. 
So that's that's good news. Yeah. That's that's the good news of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of good news today. Oh, oh man. Goodness. That flight is um that long flight is there going to be televisions on the plane? Do you... Oh yeah, there'll yeah. be there'll, there'll be, be movies. TVs. We're taking so we're flying Delta to Ireland. There'll be TVs and movies. Perfect. And then although when I flew, I flew to England and I was also on a one of the, a huge plane. I can't remember what airline it was. It's a very common one in the UK, but I think because of COVID, it's not operating out of America anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but that flight, same thing with this. You get hot meals, so you get two hot meals, which I'm telling you, like boosts you up your morale so oh, yeah. much, and it makes the flight like so bearable mm-hmm. because of, like like an eight hour flight is unbearable to me, <laughs> but then like a fifteen hour flight, I had no problem with with the two hot meals, and it was uh-huh. just like oh, this is nice. It's like you spend it on a day on a plane. Did you so sleep at all? Not really. Yeah, you're not a good sleeper. I'm not, I can't sleep. I can get in the the state of like half rest, asleep, half rest, awake. Yeah. Not even rest. You're just like where am Lower I? Your heart where rate. am I right now? Yeah. Like your eyes are closed for half hour. But um, the other airline, that plane was huge. So then the seats were comfy. But I, I literally just watched the movies the whole time and read a book, and I was just like, time flew by. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty easy. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. But it's odd when you're flying over the ocean for so long. Even though I didn't have a window seat, I'm an aisle seat kind of guy. Just the feeling of. You're not near any landmass yeah. for that's wild hours. Yeah. It's pretty. And odd. you're going so fast. It's odd. Yeah, I I I'm always aisle seat. I when I was younger, I always was wanted window to see the view. But now I'm like, I want to be able to. I get up multiple times during the flight, not even to use the restroom, but just to like stretch my legs and stand up. I'll just get up and stand up for like five minutes and move around. So I like to be in the aisle, so I don't have to keep asking my other passengers who are sitting with me to get up and bother them. And so, since I'm up a lot, I always prefer the aisle seat. Yeah, I, I think it's like an older, like you get older, that's yes. what you think is. For, but I know, for me, just planes are just kind of uncomfortable. If you're like around the five foot nine or up range in height, it's just uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. Because we're about 5'10", so just, it's just not, it's not the best. And I, mm-hmm. I when you're like co- closed in and inside that window seat, and I just, I need to be more comfortable. I need to have like a leg out. I need, yeah. to, I need to be able to open my legs because... You know, being a guy, I know it's called like the the man spreading thing. Yeah. I know that a lot of people. It's a joke. Yeah, it's yeah. a thing. But it's, I mean, our our our. our, our it's a great way of cooling off. It's not no, but it's also our reproductive organs are external, as yeah. we all know. Oh no, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. That's why. Yeah. That's why we man spread. It's not yeah. even. It's just because it'd be. It's uncomfortable yeah. to have your. I don't understand your, why it's like such a negative perspective it, on it it's, now. It's pretty, it just obviously like oh. Fucking men always really. taking up so much space. But that, that's why it's yeah. because like our our organs are on the outside, yeah. so they're external. Imagine, Especially if you if you have thick thighs like us. Yeah, like so it's very uncomfortable to yeah. like have your knees together for a long period of time, or yeah. have your, your or legs cre- or like, cross your legs. It's, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So that's that's why guys' legs are spread out a little more. It's not yeah. because they're trying to be jerks and trying to be like, yeah, I'm a dude, whatever. It's because and there are plenty that do it too. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure there are. Yeah. But that's in general yeah. why it's a thing. It's because. There's stuff there. Yeah. There's, things, there's sensitive things down there. Yeah. We all, we we all, all know, know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this, and this episode is brought yeah, to you by Manscaped. Literally, <laughs> someone's like, wait, what's down there? Oh, that's down there. <laughs> oh, so oh. that's what that's for. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that, man. <laughs> all right. It's like we're telling it to an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the bidet. Tell me about, oh, tell me about bidets. I'm, I'm very curious. Bidets are a trip. I was so excited to use it for the first time, right. but also. And so I was, I was researching and bathrooms have both options yeah, yeah. generally. Especially yeah. like most Airbnbs, Airbnbs because bidet is just for. <laughs> Explain. So I've you, never done it. So the bidet is just to clean. Yeah. 
you know, and so or I think there I'm sure there are plenty of toys there. Both. Oh, I meant when I meant both. There's both in it, in some Italian places. There's both just the floor with the hole and a toilet. You won't ever see yeah. the hole in the yeah. floor. Yeah, like that. That's not you won't. Yeah, unless uh, yeah. It depends on where you are. If you're in an older in an older smaller town, okay, you'll yeah, see that more. We're not going to be. In I know that's why I'm saying depending on where you no, are. So everywhere you go, especially the Airbnbs, there'll be two toilets. There'll be a regular toilet, and they'll the Airbnbs even have toilet paper for obviously tourists that aren't used to bidets. If you want to use toilet paper. And obviously they use toilet paper as well, but just not, yeah, not close yeah. to enough yeah. as as much as Americans use. But then there's the bidet right next to it, so every bathroom will have both. And then, except for some restaurants, probably just have the toilet and yeah. no bidet. And then the bidet is it's an interesting experience. The first time you're gonna get water everywhere because <laughs> you're not gonna know how to use it. You're not gonna know how to sit. But I might just test it out without even going. Just yeah, to just test, test it out, it out but because yeah. it, it will, you're, you'll be like, dude, how close do I sit? But it's weird at first, but then afterwards, it's it's really nice, and you just it's the most clean you'll ever be post bathroom. <laughs> and it's honestly, I wish there was more of that in America because uh, I think there's we waste so much toilet so paper much, here, yeah. a shocking amount of toilet paper. And I've lived with people that use like entire oh my god, half another rolls, roommate problem, half rolls of toilet paper when they go to the bathroom. We've I've, had problems. We've, <laughs> we've had flooded toilets because I, of someone. I've had people tell me how much toilet paper they use. They like unravel the whole thing. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, they would unravel it, make a giant glob, glob of, of it, and then just use that to make one wipe and it's like, like what are you doing you... no wonder why we keep running out of toilet paper so so we waste <laughs> so much toilet paper in america because of the bathrooms <laughs> and people go in the bathroom and but like the bidet just like i think would solve a huge uh wasteful yeah. waste problem in america yeah. for sure just the toilet paper situation because that's a lot of shit and also saving on the, on the bill because a gallon of water is not that much money compared to yeah, like that, the amount of toilet paper you would use exactly every time. but the bidet it's it's really refreshing it's weird at first. I'm like I said, you're gonna get water splashed everywhere, but then you get used to it, uh-huh. and then it's just like, man, I wish I had this in my home. At home, at home. Yeah. it's awesome. Is it is the water like soapy water, or is it just clean no, water? No, usually no. It's just like warm. Just it's water. like it's like lukewarm water, warm mm-hmm. water. It's nice. It's just like an. It's nice. <laughs> it's the best way I can describe it is it's nice. <laughs> it's like a power wash. It is. It's <laughs> power wash for your butt. <laughs> and then, but like I'm telling you, when you use it, you're gonna be like, this makes so much sense. Why yeah. don't we have these? Yeah. I wonder why we don't. And it's ironic because Italy is such a compact place, especially the living situations, because it's a small it's a small country and the cities are small. And obviously, Rome is such an ancient country and city, and you know those insulae were were tiny and compact as hell, which is what the ancient apartments were called. They were called insulae, and then. I mean, there's millions of people there. They're just so compact. The apartments are very small in general, unless you're, you're wealthy or well off. Bathrooms are, are generally very narrow and compact as well, too, in the in the apartments. And so you'll you'll know you'll be shocked how small they are because we have so much space in America for general. For like the average person has a lot of space out here, even an apartment. You have you'd be surprised how much more space you would have, even like a lower income apartment compared to apartments in just normal parts of of Italy and stuff like that. They're very narrow, very compact. But it, but they're also I feel like Italians maybe a little. They're they're thinner on average than Americans as well. They're a little shorter. Well, they're healthier in total. Healthier. They, Italians they walk a lot. Italians live five years longer than Americans. It's, it's, I swear it's from walking because Americans drive everywhere. Yeah. Italians in other European countries they walk and bike everywhere. Well, that's actually one of the main reasons why the average weight in America has gone up so so high over the last um, several decades is because the increase of technology has has caused us to just do less. Like you don't have to go to the grocery store every day. You don't have to walk somewhere to do something you don't have to walk to work and uh and even now you just you can do anything in your phone get anything delivered anything can be done with the smartphone so the people are just burning less calories on a daily basis I think it's the and lack, also the lack work of- the most of workforce i would say 
millions and millions of jobs require very little physical exertion now. Yeah, but I think yeah, for real, for sure, it's the lack of walking. I think mm-hmm. is is why, or the more walking and stuff like that, traveling by foot, traveling either by going to walk to the bus or walking, yeah. or just taking a bike somewhere. That's why because. Cars are, they're everywhere, obviously, in Europe, but they're not even close to as common as in terms of ownership as in America. America has 30% of the world's cars and 3% of the population. Italy probably has a a fraction of the world's cars and a pretty decent population, Mm -hmm. which is like 50 million for the entire country, something like that. And so there's not even the apartments, but the streets are super narrow. Sidewalks are generally pretty narrow. For like, not like the main, the main in like Venice in yeah. the metropolitan areas, no, even yeah. even Florence and yeah. stuff like that. You'll see a lot of the, the a lot of one ways, mm-hmm. tons of one ways in Italy, especially in Florence and stuff like that in Milan. And uh, that's like New York, but the cars are all yeah. smaller. They're, they don't have like big Corollas and big SUVs. Really, <laughs> you'll see them here and there, but the average car in, in Europe and especially in Italy, they're very small and compact and narrow. Like Fiat's are all over the place. And that's why scooters and mopeds are so popular. Super popular yeah. there. So I think yeah, that that's a major difference is how compact everything is, and you get to actually pay attention when you're like you're crossing the street or walking on crosswalks because cars are like right there zooming past <laughs> you. It's pretty interesting. I love how like so like in in Italy, if you live like in an apartment complex, many of them uh, encircle a small courtyard, which is like the main courtyard of that complex, yeah. and people just park their cars or whatever just in there. And there'll be like a church right there. Yeah, too. and there's like no there's no paint marking spots like you just park in an open spot area and just that's where you leave your car yeah yeah, Yeah, you'll see yeah yes and no yes and no uh there are a lot of courtyards tons of churches just such an ancient place you're you're gonna you're gonna lots of lots of plazas you're gonna adore it kid piazza piazza it's gonna be amazing yeah the pizza is gonna be the best (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna be depressed when we get back probably probably i had like a post italy depression (laughs) <laughs> when I came home, I was like, "Oh my god, fucking back in L.A., back in L.A., Target, CVS, because they don't have <laughs> they don't have superstores. Yeah, it's just all they local have small shops. markets, yeah. and then they have pharmacies all over the place, little pharmacies with like a green neon air, uh, cross outside, and just that's where you get like your toiletries and stuff like that. There's a famous pharmacy. What city is it in? I think it's in Florence. Yeah, it's in Florence. I can't remember what it's called, but it's been operating for over 800 years. That's wild, and it looks like it's a fucking like chapel inside like a church inside because it's been operating for that long in the same location and it's, it's just a tourist spot where you can shop for everything you need from a pharmacy there but it's also like absolutely beautiful and stunning the architecture and the, the paintings on the walls the murals the artwork they have and it's like it's the oldest running pharmacy on the planet that's really cool because i mean the convenience of mega stores is awesome. You know, it's great to be able to go to this giant store that has everything you could possibly need. Even CVS has pretty much everything you can think of for your day to day needs. Target um, has everything Target, now. Yeah. Walmart, you know, it's it's they've it's all become grocery stores. Very hybrids. convenient, but yeah. also it, culturally, it's it's not it like, sucks the life. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's 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 cold. commercialization and corporatization of everything. And yeah. it's unfortunately like small businesses are dying so much because of it for the last twenty years. Obviously, that's a problem. But then when you go to a country like like in Italy and you see that there aren't these mega stores at all, there's no Target. There's, there's they've like been no run CBS. by generations. It's just these small yeah. little shops that everyone uses and still goes to. It's really cool. And there's so many little cafes, so many little stores, so many little things. Like it's gonna be so fun. But I'm, I'm sure a lot of Europe is like that as well. Still, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. Because, like, got to be. If you think about it, like, when a Target opens up or a Walmart, any of these superstores, Costco, they need a lot of land to fit everything in this store. So, and then in these compact European cities, you can't, like, 
bulldoze an entire giant yeah, block no and, and build a Walmart there. It's not going to work out. So I guess I suppose it'll never happen there. Oh no, it never yeah. will. It could. It probably would have if it, it could have gone Yeah, there are chains, obviously, of all yeah, yeah, kinds yeah, of stores, yeah, yeah. but, but like, not like just, a super. There's store. no space. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's like it's all you have taken to like up. destroy an entire neighborhood to build a Walmart. There wasn't even space in ancient in ancient Italy. There's there's just, that's why they started building apartments. They started building vertically to keep people because there's so many people there. Yeah, there's over a million people in Rome back then. Just about, yeah. depending on the who was in charge and yeah. which, which how many people were killed. <laughs> it's wild, man. We're very fortunate, <laughs> and I love when people are like, oh, "I wish I lived back." That's like, no, you don't. It wasn't good for anyone. There's probably a ten percent chance you'd be a slave. There's probably yeah. uh, an eighty percent chance you'd die before you were thirty, yeah. even more probably. And like, <laughs> life was not good. And only a fraction <laughs> of a percent of people actually lived like a decent life, like a fraction of. You're, a fraction not, you're not living percent. in the old age yeah. in ancient culture. No way. Like very rare. Yeah, like this you had to be rare. like a, a politician. Or an extremely wealthy businessman. And even then, you ran the risk of being killed by, like, a rival or something. Yeah, and plus, they didn't even know anything about bacteria or disease. Uh, they didn't know what that was. And so, you could have just died any week from mm -hmm. a cold. Yeah. We got it made. We got it made. <laughs> Although, romantically, to think about it, it's like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's Look, fascinating. Well, there yeah. were periods, like, I can't remember which, which emperor it was, but I believe there are historians who said the greatest time to ever live in the history of human civilization was... Uh, it was an emperor in ancient Rome when ancient Rome was at its like peak in terms of uh, social issues, economy, politically. It was just like the greatest place to live in the existence of, his, of human civilization. Mm -hmm. There's actually a really crazy, fascinating science fact that I, I learned um, about. Um, so in Italy at a certain point, I can't remember what age it was, but people in the north tended to be tended to be a little wealthier than people in the south and so they were able to afford nicer things and one of these nicer things that was a very common thing was pewter and pewter was a stone that was used to make dishes and silverware and stuff generally dishes and it cost some money so generally people in the south never used pewter because it was too expensive and but a lot of people in the north used pewter but there's this gigantic case of people dying from eating tomatoes like nobody knew what was happening. They thought it was the tomatoes that were killing people because people would eat tomatoes and then they die within a few hours or the next day and nobody knew what was going on. So they thought it was the tomatoes. Everyone in the people in the north were dying, but people in the south, they were eating plenty of tomatoes, but none of them were dying in the south. And so people didn't know what was causing this, this death, this huge rate of death with people eating tomatoes. Uh, it wasn't until after years of um, understanding what was going on that uh, pewter has lead in it. And tomatoes are so acidic, very acidic um, foods or an acidic uh, chemical can bring out, pulls out the lead of a, of a mineral. And so it, when people ate tomatoes on the pewter dishes, they were generally, they were literally eating lead. Jesus. So that's what was causing the deaths to the people in the north who were using pewter dishes for their tomatoes. That's wild. Yeah. Tomatoes are great and delicious, but you can get sick from eating too much of them in general. Like mom it's had, inflammatory. Mom had yeah. a health problem because uh, Jane Ice loves to grow vegetables. Yeah. And she has a beautiful garden every yeah. year. Uh, beautiful tomatoes, too. To, you know, just a classic Italian mother just loves growing veggies and cooking them. And uh, she, she had like a... So many tomatoes last year. She was like, I don't know what to do with them. All these beautiful heirloom tomatoes. And I love heirloom tomatoes. Yeah. I could eat them every day like an apple. And um, she was having You to do eat them like an apple. She, yeah. yeah, they're so good. Heirlooms, they're delicious. Like a great like purple one. Yeah. Oh, man, so juicy. And um, 
she was eating tomatoes like every meal, every day. She's like, I, I got to eat them. And they're delicious. I, I, have, I have too many tomatoes. But she had a health problem last year because she was eating so many of them. And like Anthony said, they're, they're inflammatory vegetables. One of and the most inflammatory things you can eat. Pretty much anything red will yeah. cause inflammation, any kind of red food. That's why Tommy Brady doesn't eat no any tomatoes, red, no red foods. No strawberries. No red foods. But I mean, you can't help but eat red sauce. Come on, kid. Yeah. Um, but if you have too many tomatoes, you can't have health problems. Like mm-hmm. you need to eat a lot. A like, lot. Like she was eating, eating she, a lot. Every meal she was eating tomatoes. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So I've actually, I've cut down on tomatoes. I, I knew that before she had the health problem because, um, TB12 learning about his eating habits and why he avoids certain things. And I was like, then I did research and I was like, oh, these foods that are inflammatory, they can cause health problems. They can cause problems with all sorts of things in your body. So then I was like, I reduce it. So I still have tomato sauce every once in a while, but not like, I used to make tomato sauce a lot like bolognese or like chicken like cacciatore with some pasta so i used to have it a lot um i never i've never loved tomatoes raw i need to if if i eat them i'll eat them but like i like to have i'll put i want salt balsamic and pepper and then with some cheese that's the best way for me to eat like them. a caprese yeah i can't eat them honestly i can't eat them on a caprese own, really. salad with like thickly sliced heirloom tomatoes some balsamic drizzle Salt and Great pepper, meal. Basil, basil. Basilica. oh my goodness, some buffalo mozzarella. That's one of my favorite dishes of all time, man. Oh, we yeah. got to get some caprese salads while we're there. Oh, But I actually have an anti-inflammatory concoction I, I consume every morning. It's my, yeah, I, t- I take a couple. It's my gross... Um, turmeric It's I have, I have a mixture of turmeric, ginger, and cinnamon, mm-hmm. and I, I it's, it's, it's called my... My my death shot. <laughs> I just put it in my sh- in my protein shakes. I make a shot of just a couple ounces of water, and then yeah. I hit like three bumps, like twelve bumps of that. No, but and you do cracked black pepper as I mean, well. Cracked black you, pepper because crack 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 black pepper just crack. <laughs> it actually activates turmeric. Whereas if you just have turmeric on its own, uh, you you'll absorb some of the mineral, but not that much. Whereas cracked black black pepper activates it in a way where you can absorb like. Up to 200%, like 100% of it almost. 200% of it? I don't know why it's 200%, but almost 100%. you're only getting about 20% of yeah. what your body can absorb off turmeric. Yeah. So, oh, so pep, black pepper helps with turmeric. So that's what I have every morning before my coffee. I make yeah. a shot of that. It's gross, but I actually am used to it now. It tastes like nothing. Yeah, I always I always see the cup in the uh, in the, the sink, and I'm just like, ah, oh, he did his shot. <laughs> I, just, I put it in my protein shake, and I don't even taste it. It's great. <laughs> but do you have the ginger in there, too? Yeah, I do ginger, cinnamon, and turmeric, and black pepper, spinach, banana, and then milk and whey protein. And oil for your human, non-human <laughs> body parts. <laughs> well, I, I always cook it with olive oil, so I always cook it with olive oil. Need more grease. <laughs> Lubri- olive oil is lubrication. Very, olive oil is excellent for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Other for those of you who don't know, vegetable oils are very bad for you. Another inflammatory thing. And actually, one of the main causes of acne for people is eating too many vegetable oils. Honestly, the thing with vegetable oil is I try to limit it as much as possible, but it's so hard to avoid, especially yeah, American store, foods, American cuisine. It's in everything it's almost. Like sunflower oil and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the thing with it is the illusion that just because something's a vegetable oil means it's healthy is so wrong mm-hmm. because not only is like you're not supposed to be able to grab oil from like a sunflower yeah. or these seed olives, oils. Yes, olives yeah. for sure. Yeah, but like you're not supposed to naturally be able to grab oils from that. And they, the way they grab the oils is just through machinery in these yeah. factories. And it's so you should watch videos of how they abstract it. It's disgusting, and also it's incredibly concentrated in like polyunsaturated fat. Polyunsaturated, polyunsaturated fats and unsaturated fats are actually good for you yeah. in, good, in, in good amounts. You know, and that's why olive oil is so healthy for you. But mm-hmm. like these vegetable oils and these seed oils, they're 
highly dense and highly concentrated with huge levels of them, which makes them super unhealthy. And that's honestly one of the big things with the, like a big scam with food today, where like the illusion of vegetable oils being healthy for you, as well as the illusion that, that it's not causing health problems with people when it yeah. really, they really do cause health problems. It's with one of people. the biggest causes of health problems. Like these, too much sugar, too much um, artificial sugar, and then too much uh, vegetable oil. And the thing with them is they're, they're not really regulated very well. Like a lot, I, I was reading this article the other day where a lot of even like avocado oils they're getting I don't tested. Touch that. They're getting tested, and even like avocado oils, they'll only be like twenty percent avocado oil. The rest is a bunch of random vegetable oils. Yeah. Some of them even came back tested as just straight up vegetable. Yeah, oils. they mix in the cans. You don't even know what's in and it. The illusion, like what vegetable is it? It's just it's just vegetable oil. So I highly recommend to stay away from his vegetable oils as much as possible. Again, it's almost impossible to avoid them completely yeah. unless you're making yeah. all your own foods. It's They're pretty much in everything. So and also another problem is restaurants use mostly just vegetable oil on everything. Yeah, because every, everything's fried in vegetable it's oils. super cheap. They'll even throw vegetable oil, oil on a piece of meat they're grilling up. So it's, it's oil, all over the vegetable place. Vegetable oil used to be used to degrease engines. Yeah. And then they realized, oh, it's edible and it's super cheap. Why don't we sell this? Yeah. That's basically where it came from. And it's and they even have to color it. Like when you go next time, you go to the grocery store. Look at all the colors of the oils. Olive oil, it's all natural. That's yeah. the natural golden color, the amber color. The other ones, they have to color them because they come out of the factories and the machinery as this clear metallic looking liquid goop. It's just gross. It's gross. It's, it just doesn't look appealing at all. Is it less translucent too? It's 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 opaque, uh-huh. you know, but you can see through it. Yeah. It's very clear, but just it looks unappealing, yeah. and that's why they actually color them all. They're all colored. Insane. So I highly recommend. Obviously, it's almost impossible to avoid. I still eat vegetable oils probably almost every day, just in random foods, like uh, if I have chips or something like that. I generally avoid it as much as possible. Yeah, you don't eat. You don't eat but that even many like chips. granola bars, yeah. that's what I mean. Like I eat granola bars. I don't a lot. eat anything. Can it's in a granola bar? Yeah, I I and I cook. I only cook with olive oil. That's it. And cold pressed is the best you can do. That's the best kind of oil you can cook with. And it's very good for you. Having a tablespoon of olive oil every day is super beneficial. But also, if you're not vegan or vegetarian, I highly recommend yeah. switching to butter more often, too. Yeah, better, butter, butter is great. Butter is very good for you, especially just like a, like a tablespoon of butter a day is yeah. shockingly good for you. Yeah, your body wants fat. Your brain is made up of fat more than any other... It's macro, dude. It's, yeah, it's, it's a... It's, so, the more fat you eat, the more healthy fat you eat, I mean... It actually fuels your in brain. Moderation. Yeah, in moderation, healthy fats are great for your mind and your brain. That's what your brain is mostly made up of. It's just fat and tissue. So you need to eat some fat. And uh, to contrast how olive oil is extracted, all they do is they blend the olives and then the oil rises to the top of the surface. And then that's how they extract olive oil. And that's, it's just natural. It, it does it on its own. It, it releases from the, the tissue of the vegetable on its own. Yeah, so don't just get fooled by thinking just because something's a vegetable or yeah. made from vegetables, supposedly that's going to be healthy. And it's there's, not the case. And there's no, there's no such thing as a healthy chip. No such thing as a healthy chip. I mean, if you just slice it and put it in the toaster <laughs> oven, that's technically a chip. I, I, there's no such thing as a bagged healthy chip at the store. It's still delicious. Yeah. I don't care if you get it at, at Whole Foods. It's still got vegetable oils in it. It's still delicious. And that's what makes it unhealthy, vegetable, the vegetable oils. Yeah, so highly recommend trying to switch to butter and olive oil as often as possible. That's yeah. why I love... Bake. I love sweets and stuff like that, but so many bakeries and yeah. most most recipes for baking call for vegetable Vegeta- oil. So much vegetable it's oil. Usually, but you could usually have better results with butter or just yeah. similar results with olive oil. You might get a little olive taste, but like I would suggest switching to butter for stuff like that. Absolutely. Because it's just so much better for you. It really is. It is. It's, and it tastes better. 
because America Americans used to be much healthier with like in terms of like super low rates of like heart disease and cholesterol high cholesterol because that's what causes the heart disease and high cholesterol is these manufactured oils but because back in the day in the boom of like the 40s 50s and 60s in America they were using like a lot of fats animal fats yeah. to cook and to bake and Lard, to make all their stuff yeah. lards and there's other other animal I can't remember there's another one that they used to sell at the store too super common or just butter in general. So like lards and butters are actually better for you than these vegetable oils for sure. 100%. I understand if you're vegan and, or vegetarian, you don't want to use yeah. butter. Also, like the Crisco and the fake, I can't believe so it's bad. not butters. The fake we butters. We grew up on that stuff. Margarine, stuff like that is also really unhealthy Terrible for you. Terrible for you. It's not good for you. Yeah. If you're going to get a, even even though it says like 98% fat free, like it's that doesn't mean it's healthy. It, it really isn't. You're better off having regular butter by by a, a huge margin. And it seems as though like we grew up this way, think, not really thinking about what we're putting in our bodies and how that can affect your body. Like your body is is proof of like what you're eating and it's not just about losing weight but making yourself feel better if you eat better foods and you eat less of these bad foods it will improve your mood it will improve your energy levels you'll start feeling more energized just from changing your diet And it doesn't have to be you don't have to go keto but if you start eating healthier things and avoiding the things that are just highly processed in these bad oils and things like that it can have really terrific positive effects on yourself and body i've seen that in myself over the past few years of really changing my diet and going like I don't eat super healthy but for the most part I eat generally healthy as much as I can afford and I've just seen a vast improvement in everything regarding my mental health and my physical health bananas they're giving them away bananas 60 cents <laughs> bananas <laughs> but can't also, afford to eat healthy it's just odd that you know, it's it's we're kind of programmed to trust everything we see our, on TV, our, not just on TV in the media, but also we're 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 basically controlled into or or coerced into believing everything the government tells us yeah. and all these administrations tell us, like the U.S. the U.S. Food Drug Administration, the FDA. Yeah. We, we're supposed to just believe everything they say and we accept it, even though you know they they consider pizza a vegetable in yeah. so many public schools in America and stuff like that, and so. I think it's just you have to get past that and just be aware of what's in your food in terms of if you're trying to get healthier. If you want to eat potato chips every day for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, do whatever do, makes you happy. It's your life. Yeah. You know, if that that's great for mental health as well. This is the same thing as the frugal living. Like, if it's you want to, you. to do this, these are some tips. This is just things, things that things we, we know. do with our lives. Yeah. And it's also trying to always be aware of what you're consuming and not just trusting a label because it says, oh, it's 97% fat-free because the same thing happened in the 90s and early 2000s where sugar was the enemy and like, oh, you can't eat sugar. It's so bad for you. Have this sugar-free granola bar where they they jack it up with all these un, unhealthy fats yeah. and aspirin fake things and it's like and then it was like here's the low fat stuff that's like a fat so it's like yeah. like sugar is pretty good for you if you have like healthy sugars moderate like, amounts and I eat, yeah dude i eat a lot of sugar yeah. and i'm like the in the best shape of my life and the leanest i've I like eat, been in a I long eat time two oranges a day right now i how is un, honey every day yeah, i, I squirt that in my mouth yeah so like good sh- sugar is good for you as well as long as I think natural organic sugar is really good yeah. for your body as well. If if you need for fuel because we run off it's glucose. not refined made in a factory. We run off glucose. Yeah. That's our energy. Yeah. So your sh- body wants glucose. So get a yeah. just a balance. I try to just get a balance of everything. I probably eat a little more sugar than the average person, but I'm oh, also I burn do. a crap load of calories. But you're not week. drinking Coca Cola. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I'm I'm eating or like sugar that's coming from the environment naturally yeah. or from food naturally. Exactly for the most part. Honey is just straight up delicious as well <laughs> it is so i love it it is but i mean don't just trust what food labels say because they are just trying to sell you stuff yeah and don't trust what if someone says something healthy on the label 
generally it's not probably healthy really for your body. It might look healthy numbers wise and on paper, but in terms of what it's doing to your body, it could be the opposite. But hey, it's your life. Live yeah. it how you want to live it. That's our advice. We just, you know, yeah. try to get away from those vegetable oils as much as possible. Yeah, that's our advice. And you will feel a thousand, I'm telling you, you do it for two months, you'll feel a thousand times better. Oh, You absolutely. feel like a different person. Yeah. Because I, I, obviously it's almost impossible to avoid like we've been talking about, but when you cut it out as much as possible, and I, the best I've ever felt in my life is when I eat butter every day too. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. And I also feel like really amazing right now because I've been walking almost every day for two two months straight and I just feel excellent. You look amazing. You Thanks. are glowing. I dropped 10 pounds in two months. Yeah, you shedded that. Yeah. yeah, you're like a different human. Yeah. Look at him. Look I, at this and I guy. Feel, I feel great. And when I don't walk, I just, I don't feel the same. Walking is shockingly good for you, especially yeah. walking in the sun, get a little vitamin D. With I do that sunscreen, obviously. Yeah. I do four miles every walk and it's just great. So it's easy. It is a good workout if you go uphill. And I just feel excellent after it. And I can't, I always can't wait for my walk in the, in, in the morning. I like walks too, because I'll, I'll listen to like an, like a history podcast or something. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll walk on days I don't run. Mm-hmm. So I, cause I always got to, even like your days off, you should move yeah. and get some blood flowing. And we're meant, we're built to walk. That's what human Humans, beings are built yeah. to do. Yeah. To built and walk and move. That's how we were the, that's how we were so successful at hunting animals because animals were always faster than humans. They could always outrun them at first, but Humans are Except marathon. Bolt. Yeah, <laughs> but mar- humans are marathon marathoners, and they're we've had the we have the best endurance over um we we have the best endurance over long periods of moving and running and walking. That's why we were able to eventually track down the prey when they tired out from running. We just like we we're like speed walking for them. <laughs> so that's how humans were speed so walking successful in hunting. short shorts and tank tops. Yeah, let's get this. That's elephant. how they hunted animals. Let's the, get it because the uh, their endurance. The humans' endurance is better than probably every animal because oh, animals sprint i know dude we were blowing balloons the other day yeah. i was had no problem yeah you were getting a little light i had an allergic reaction to the balloons maybe you're allergic to um they my my lips and my fingertips were irritated from it oh it's just because it's made out of um what's that plastic called and it, my eyes were stinging because I, I was rubbing my eyes a couple times and my eyes were burning for the entire day oh a lot of people are actually allergic to that hon what's it made what's the plastic called um Silicone? Latex. Latex. It's either, they're probably latex one. Uh, a lot of people are actually allergic to latex. Yeah, I, I was having terrible irritations from it. This is your excuse for why you don't wear condoms too, probably. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's allergies. Hope you understand. It's like, it's, it's just, a, it's a curse. <laughs> Works every time. Oh, man. Great joke. Ending it on a zinger. Great joke. All right, thanks for tuning into the Weekly Chat, Volume 6. We're just kidding. These are jokes. These are jokes. <laughs> Take care, everybody. we got awesome episodes coming for you. Movie news, obviously, tomorrow. And then we have this week coming up. We did episodes on Nemo, ne- Finding Nemo, Finding going Nemo. to Pixar on Monday, a and lot then, of fun, and then Back to the Future on Thursday. Yeah, and then Top Gun the following week as yeah. well. So Nemo, Back to the Future as well, some little mini episodes here and there. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Take care. Appreciate you. Take, take care, y'all. Take what? Take, take, take car. Take call. Take car. <laughs> I'm also looking at the camera that's not even on the tripod. <laughs> All right, bye. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson. This episode of Raiders of the Lost podcast has been executive produced through Patreon thanks to Cody Moen, Calvin Cam, John A. Gratz, and Lawrence Smertz. Thank you to our producers.